How's it going guys? We are now live. My name's Christian Buddy. Hope you guys are having a good night tonight. Uh, this is a really random podcast. Uh, <laughs> what are we? We're, we're, we're on Wednesday. Um, so yeah, I just thought I'd have a random podcast throughout the week. I've got my green tea. Thank you, Mimi, for um, the <laughs> green welcome. tea. Thank you. And um, you're actually the fifth person in the studio, like in the podcast place here. So okay. yeah, thank you very much for coming down. No worries. How are you feeling? Yeah, it's. I was. I was actually thinking. I'm like, it's weird because I I met you once, like exactly a week ago, and then now I'm here. That's why I'm like, this is very strange. That I just. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm just. And my friends were like, where are you going? And I'm like, I'm like, I'm doing a podcast. They're like, where? And I'm like, um, some apartment in Brunswick, I think. Like, I'm not really. They're like, do you know this guy? And I'm like, I met him last week. They're like, um, uh, you're fucked. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I'm here. I'm alive so far. Yeah. Like, you know, so. You're you're alive at the moment, and. Um yeah, I mean, we're just having some good vibes, good chill. And just for the people listening at home, I know Mimi through, well, I met her once at the Comedy Act and, um, yeah, we met at, uh, what's the place called? The Resistance in uh, Hawthorne? Resistance Bar and Cafe. Really good burgers, actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they have really good burgers. sick burgers, yeah. Do. Yeah, uh, comedy there every Wednesday, Gorilla Comedy. Shout out. Shout out to Gorilla Comedy. It's a fun room. It's a very fun room. What um how how's your experiences there? Like how, how do you how do you think you've you've gone? I I think I've been like hit and miss at Gorilla actually because I, I don't know like I since I started comedy I think that one had just opened up and it's either like I do really well or I do really bad. There's never been like an in between. It's either really good or really bad. Yeah, I think you, I reckon you did. You you started off really strong in your last set. And yeah, I, th- I think yeah, it was good. It was enjoyable. Like, had you I, seen me before the last time like that? That week, had you seen me before then, or was no. that the first time you'd seen me? That was, that was the first time. I'd oh, seen okay. Me, yeah. Well, that was terrible. That was terrible. Shit. That was a that Last was a bad critic. set. That Shit. was a bad set. Why was it bad though? Because it was like it just my stuff wasn't landing, and then I I just turfed my material. There was like no point doing it, and I kind of knew before I had to do it that there was no point doing it. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> yeah. it was just yeah. No, I was just I, I just I. I was like, I may as well just talk to the to the audience. And there was like really, yeah. if you think about it, there's only like six audience members there. Everyone else was a comic. Yeah, fair enough. So, Damn, fuck, fair you enough. know. Um, but you said you you said you did your first set. So did my first set, yeah, at mm-hmm. uh, Sellers in St Kilda. So yeah, I think yeah, like we were speaking before and and we discussed a little bit about it and. I should be concentrating on my material, like <coughs> uh, yeah, just focusing on my own stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was at Sellers, not at Dirty Secrets. Not at Dirty Secrets, no. Oh, so you did your first one at that St Kilda. At St Kilda, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, first one, a lot of energy, and yeah, uh, not listening to the audience. Maybe I got to I got to listen to the audience a bit more, and yeah, see how it goes. So, um, how many have you done now? This is my that's my second. So, the, actually, the first one is I I did a comedy course at School of Hard Knock Knocks. Mm-hmm. So I had one performance there, and yeah, that was that was good because they kind of train you. You have a five day course, and then at the end, the fifth day, you you go and you go in front of stage. And it's all um, people's family and friends at those shows, right? Yeah, it's all people's families and friends. Yeah, so that's um, going to be a really warm audience already. Yeah, it's uh, it's an easy easier audience. To, mm. What what's the toughest audience you've ever had? Um, probably. 
the toughest audience I've ever had was probably like, I think when I first started comedy, there was a room called The Wild, I think in Fitzroy or Collingwood or something. And you had to go there, you had to sign up at like 6.30, which I did, I signed up at 6.30. And then I didn't get on until 11.15 at night. So I just I just sat there watching like 500 acts and it was a really hot night and it was in this like hot box of a thing. Like everyone was just sweating upstairs and by the yeah. time I got on, it was like two audience members left and three comedians. And that was the toughest audience. I didn't get one laugh. I got heckled by some asshole in the front who said something and people laughed at that, but I didn't get one laugh for five minutes and that was the toughest gig I ever had. How long were you doing stand-up when, when, you, when, when you went there? About a month. About a month. Mm. So you, you would have built your character pretty, pretty fast. Like you, have, you, you would have a pretty thick skin like, to... Yeah, you, yeah, you have to. Because after to. I left, because like, I did that gig like the week before I was on at the Comics Lounge and that went relatively well for a new comic and being at the Comics Lounge. And then doing that spot, I was like, I left and I'm like, I'm ready to kill myself. Like, where is the nearest bridge? Like that was, I'm like, why am I doing comedy? Like if this is like, because that was the worst bomb ever. It was yeah. awful. I'm just like, I'm not doing this shit again. I'm not doing it. <laughs> but you kind of like keep going. Like, you, you know, yeah, it's, it's like, yeah, you, it's, you, you feel that hurt, but then you just want to keep getting better and, and keep practicing. And yeah, because when you get the laugh, like, yeah, it feels, it feels good. When you mm, well, that's the thing. It's like you sort of go between like um, you want to fix it. You don't want that to be your last gig. <laughs> like you need to fix it, so you have to keep going. <laughs> Can't do that shit. So yeah. Yeah, you're just like I've I've done well. Like why am I like why is it here now? Why is this what's happening to me? And then I had to read this, and I'm like, there was like one audience member. Like there was barely anyone there. You know, like and comedians aren't going to laugh at your stuff. Yeah. You know. So have you had any like. Punch-ons with comedians or any crazy shit happened? Or? I wouldn't say punch-ons, but I've had some issues. Okay. Yeah. But no need to discuss those because I'll just fuel a fire again. That doesn't <laughs> need to be fueled. It was All big right, enough we're, as it was. We're, 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 gonna, we're not going to discuss that. Um, yeah. But I thought I'd kind of throw in a bit of a, um, a crazy question. And how's your Tinder life going at the moment? <laughs> my Tinder life. <laughs> because of my set? Yeah. <laughs> because of my set. What did I say in my, in my set that night that was – that resonated about Tinder? Because um, I don't remember exactly what happened at Gorilla. Oh, you like said something about <laughs> sapiosexual? Oh. <laughs> yeah, because I didn't know what that, that meant. Good. I didn't know what that meant. And that's based on like Tinder probably. Like, I don't think because I, I use Tinder like over over lockdown, you know, like the safest, healthiest time to use it. Yeah. So I was, <clears throat> I was like scrolling through it and I did. I kept on seeing like dudes with their bios saying sapiosexual and I didn't know what it meant so I had to google it and then I was just like why like getting off on intelligence like that's even <laughs> like what is this like what the hell what, what the fuck is this does it, is this supposed to make you seem more interesting because I just <laughs> it just didn't resonate with me and that's why yeah like in my set I make a joke about that but um yeah tinder life it's an interesting platform is it not true yeah it is do you use tinder I do use tinder and how does it work for you um I get a lot of Matches with girls that are, that just want you to follow them on Instagram. So, mm-hmm. like, you'll match with someone and it's like, oh, yeah, follow my Instagram. So I'm like, this is a waste of time. Like, I, for me, I prefer to meet people in real life and I think that's the best way to meet people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why I like going out at comedy nights because you just meet so many different people and you learn so many different things. Um, that's how I met yourself. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it just seems like people that tell comedy are just more are friendly, like, in general. Yeah, so. well, I suppose it's really weird that, like, the dynamic with comedians is, like, a lot of them are, like, really shy. 
you know, like they're really shy. They don't really want to have that much of a conversation, whereas like the others like really outgoing and extroverted and stuff. Obviously, if you're going to get up on a stage and talk to a bunch of strangers trying to make them laugh, then, you know, you'd have to have some balls, don't you? Yeah, exactly. Like you'd assume. But a lot of people are like really – really quiet off the stage and not as sociable. But, yeah, I mean, I think, like, you know, when it does come to that, like, meeting people in real life is very important. Like, I, I would prefer to meet someone in real life. Yeah. I don't really want to do Tinder. I do have an active Tinder profile right now, but it's not it's not mine. It's my neighbour downstairs. Oh. <laughs> he's, he's in his late 50s and he's just like, I just want to meet someone. So I set up his profile and i got to say, women are a nightmare to talk to. So like, you're talking to the to the women on his behalf. Yeah. I'm just all I have to do is reel them in and as soon as I can exchange numbers, I send him the screenshots of what we've talked about so that when he does call them, he knows what to talk about with them. Shit. Mm. Um so, what's your uh, Oh, we got a question. Um from Jan Lazinski, how do you deal with hecklers or rude audiences? I I don't know if I deal with it well. I'm known to rant, so I didn't realise this was live. Is there anything up my nose? Can anyone? Yeah, no, no I just... Are you good? <clears throat> yeah, no, I, um, I, I don't know if I deal with it well. I'm known to rant and I'm known to get angry. Um, yeah. to you, commit- rant, you, you rant on, on stage? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't always deal with it the right way. But I do, call, I do call out an audience if it's bothering me. But, I mean, two people to speak to, two comics, Chris Asher or Geordie Mitchell have both seen it happen regularly. So have a chat with them. But I don't really... Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I you manage it. Some some comics have like comebacks ready to go, and they pull them out. You know, depending on who's saying what and whatever's coming out. But I usually just deal with it on the spot. You know, if someone doesn't stop talking or is yelling stuff out to me, you got to sort of put them in their place and shut them up. And it's annoying because if you do get into it with a heckler who's like around the front, then like you're getting into it with them, but then the audience at the back of the room. They can't hear what this person's saying, so essentially everyone's just watching you have this one-on-one dialogue with this other person, and they can't hear what this person's saying. So it's boring for everyone. You got you, you need to nip it in the bud as soon as it happens. Nip it in the bud. Mm. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, but you need to you to shut them down because they're ruining everyone's <laughs> night. You know, unless you're up there doing a really shit job, and they're the ones that are making the show, then like that, you probably shouldn't be doing comedy, or you need to fix that that part. <laughs> so. Yeah. I thought um, we just kind of change gears a little bit. I've got a few songs from uh, TV shows, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play one TV, uh, one ep- uh, bloody one episode, uh, the soundtrack, and you have to see what uh, show it is. Okay, am I supposed to guess it or? Uh, yeah, have a, have a guess. This is, even the audience can join in. They, does that sound familiar? Yeah, it does. I don't I Stranger Things. Oh my god. I was gonna say I'm like I'm getting like eighties feels right now. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I love that show. That's a sick show. Um X Files. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, this is a remix of a really old um T V show. It used to be on for kids. Oh, um, Roger Ramjet, um, 
How old are you when you say kids show? Just in case. I'm, oh, I'm 30. Um, okay. So, well, I don't know, maybe... I don't even know what year it is. It's like 93, 94. It's Barney. Oh. Oh, man, I hate that show. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll play one last one. Mm. Um. Um. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is going to kill me. I should have come prepared. I am not mentally stimulated at all. Can you play that one again real quick? <laughs> um. I know this. I'm going to kick myself when you tell me. Yeah, curb your enthusiasm. Oh, man. You know the bald guy, Larry David? Yeah. What's yeah. Your, yeah. What, what's your What's your favourite shows at the moment? Um, <clears throat> At the moment, oh, I haven't really been into anything new recently. Yeah. I've just redone The Sopranos for like the fourth time ever. So this, that's not really a new show. Seinfeld's always a favourite. Yeah. I reckon that's incredible. You mentioned Larry David's. So I had to mention that. Um, Can you do a um, like an Italian soprano accent? No. <laughs> hey, wise guy. Like uh, um, Joe Pesci. Hey, man. Hey, uh, hey, cocksuck. I'm gonna, you know, something like this. Like, yeah, I'm not. I'm not um, can you do any impersonations? I can, yeah, I can. But I like I. I've had nothing to drink, and I'm not on stage. <laughs> it's a bit difficult. Like that would be. And especially now, like it could go really badly, and then I'm going to be thinking about it for days, being like, "You should have just said no to the should impression." Have said no bit. to the impression. Yeah. yeah. No, I do impressions in my set, but that's different because that's in my set. It's in your set. Mm. That's all right. Yeah. Cool. So. So, what's the future hold for for yourself? What What do you like? Do you have any goals for um like stand up, or are you doing it for fun, or? I um <clears throat> I didn't. Uh, I guess when I like when I started it. Um, my goals were just get on at the comics lounge and that happened. So I'm like, okay, that's done. And then I'm like, all right, what's the next thing? It's like, I want to do a festival show. I did a festival show. I did a, a joint one. It went, it was successful. It was really, really good. Um, and then I don't, I don't really have many. I don't, because I don't know where it's going to go. I don't know where it's going to go. And I'm, I'm not sitting here sort of putting pressure on myself to get something done. All I know is that I am working, um, and I'm hustling. Like, it's, yeah. it does feel like a second job because, you know, I'll do, like, at least, like, four to five a week whenever I can. Wow. So. Yeah, because uh, I don't know if you if you want to go into it, but this is not your – yeah, this is obviously not your day job. So, mm. yeah, um, is that something you would be comfortable going down, talking about your day job, or is it is it a bit – Yeah, too- I mean, I, I, won't, I won't mention huge details about it, but, like, yeah. I'm, I'm more than happy to say, like, I'm a social worker yeah. during the day. I've been doing that for, like, 12 years. 12 years. Mm. And what, uh, I guess, like, what's been the biggest learning? Like, what, what have you learned the most as, as a social worker? <laughs> what's been the biggest lesson? Um, probably the biggest lesson has been <clears throat> patience um, and what, what it really means to have empathy. Because a lot of people say, oh, like, I've got so much empathy, like, I feel other people's pain. It's like, no, you don't. You don't know anything. Like, and these people that don't have unconditional, um, I suppose, feelings towards towards others and, you know, they're very quick to give up on people. I think I've, mm-hmm. I've definitely learned empathy, like, at its core okay. in this job. And I think that if you don't go into it with already having natural um, tendencies to be empathic, then... What do you mean emp- em- empathic? You mean, like, psychic? Like you can, <laughs> no. <laughs> do, do you believe in psychics? 
I've never seen one, but my friends have, and they've said that it's really good. So, oh, it's really yeah. good. But like, I don't, I don't know. Do you? Yeah, I don't know. I reckon it's hard to say. Yeah, I reckon there's a few con artists. Like, um, a few. There'd be plenty. Yeah, there'd be plenty. Let there'd me be- let me try it on you right now. Okay, right. so, um, you're in IT. Something to do with computers. Yeah. Um, no, no. So shit, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I mean, I don't. I just. I don't know. Some people have said like they they pick out like you know real stuff and like no one would ever know it and everything. I'm like okay, cool. Um, but then you know these other things like oh you've you've had a hard time recently, you've been through something. You know, like I can sort of see yeah. that you know, but you, you're overcoming it and you're working towards bettering yourself. You know, financially and physically, and you're working on your mental health and you're reaching out whenever you can. Would I be correct? Yeah, hundred percent. Okay, yeah, so, so really. <laughs> It's not that hard. You know, but if they're going to pick out something like specific, like that would be cool. But I would hate, like the only thing putting me off seeing a psychic is that I'm going to go see one and if he or she or they, sorry, we've got pronouns, like (laughs) either one, either few, I don't know. I don't want to, I just don't want to step wrong. I don't want to, I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings because I don't know. But if, um, if they were going to like get some things really spot on and then they said to me, do you want to know about your romantic future? And I'm like, yeah, tell me. And then they say, you're going to be alone forever. I'm like, shit, they were right about everything else. Like, now I know I'm going to be alone. Like, I'm, it's, it's paranoia. It's paranoia. Like, paranoia. What, if, what if they tell me that? What if everything is right and then they tell me that? Like, yeah. Yeah, paranoia is pretty scary because it's like the mind keeps eating itself. And, yeah, you almost like you keep asking yourself questions and you don't trust yourself and then – yeah. I just don't want to be alone forever. Christian, like I don't, I don't want to I don't want to hear someone be like, yeah, like you it's just you and the cat, do you know? Yeah, for sure. Um So like that. Yeah, um, I mean, being alone, yeah, you definitely don't want to be alone for the rest of your life. Like now that, is fine, but you want to you want to think like I will meet someone or a few people, like it's certainly not going to really I'm going to be alone. Like should I, I'll start freezing my eggs now, do you know what I mean? <laughs> um yeah, that's yeah. It's pretty um, it's pretty deep. I was going to ask you a question, but I don't know if it's the um, the right like your your date of birth. But um, <laughs> it's probably I'll pro- I might leave that for another podcast. Um, why Why are you asking me my date of birth? Oh, so I can like understand where you are and yeah, have a better understanding. Are you a psychic or? Uh, yeah, I'm a psychic. Yeah. Am I going to be alone? <laughs> um, no. Wait, so well, well, you're not alone now. So you're in you're in good company now. You know what I mean? Like, am I going to be alone yeah, for forever? The future? Like, um, uh, yeah. What if there's like an eagle there somewhere? And an eagle? Um, yeah, there's an eagle. Yeah. What's the eagle going to do? Um, take care of you. So yeah, the ego, the ego, the, the eagle will will come to protect you. But yeah, I'm just talking out my ass at the moment. So um, no, I really I believed everything. <laughs> Why do you need um, my date of birth? Does it actually make a difference? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, you can just, if someone's older than you or someone's younger than you, you kind of, tr- I, I think you treat people differently if they're older than you or younger than you. Mm-hmm. Did you agree? Like, I don't know. Is that something? It depends. I if don't you know. saw, like, a 50-year-old person and then you see a 20-year-old person, like, you just tell the 20-year-old person to piss off or, and then, like, you have to <laughs> respect. You? Well, you, obviously, you wouldn't say and tell them to piss off, but, um, like, you can learn from anyone on all walks of yeah, life, that's true. all ages. That's true. I yeah, learn the can. most from kids that I work with, not with adults. 
Yeah, that's true. That's very true. <laughs> You're just going to agree with everything I say? <laughs> um, do you have any psychic abilities? Do I have any psychic abilities? Other than this, like, um, crazy destiny about the eagle. About the eagle. That has really um, resonated well, with me. there was this uh, Indian chief. They call him uh, Ugumunto. And, yeah, he's... He's there with the he's there with the eagle as well. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, he's having a good time there. You're you know, drawing like, a blank really hard. <laughs> I'm drawing a blank really hard. I'm gonna. Uh, I've gone for. A, actually, let's talk about the green tea. Um, so this is a green tea from Temple Tea, green tea and jasmine. If I was to rate this green tea, I'd probably give it about a seven. I'll give it an eight out of ten. Actually, I'm gonna give it a ten out of ten um, because I put the gin in and it was given to me. Uh, with love, so um, that's I respect that, and yeah, I don't know why I started talking about the green tea, but um, yeah, he's, so struggling. He's, struggling. he's struggling. He's struggling. He's struggling. I think I'm going to have to run this myself. So, <clears throat> so <laughs> first of all, let's go back to what empathy means, and like I'm really feeling for him. So empathy is like being able to put yourself in someone else's shoes, and right now I'm in Christians, and I can see he's really struggling. So. Because he's really struggling, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna run this for a bit. So you said you're on Tinder, yeah? I am, yeah. Okay. So have you been able to connect with a girl that's not um, just there for the OnlyFans or her Instagram? I have, yes. And how has that gone? How was how was the last good experience? Uh, so of that? I was in a relationship last year, and and she was off Tinder, and she was off Tinder, yeah. Mm-hmm. And how long was that relationship? Uh, not long, maybe three months. Mm-hmm. Fair effort. So fair effort. So, um, yeah, and, yeah, I don't know. We just kind of ended it, and uh, now I'm back on the market now. So um, just, uh, I don't know. Is that, is that what you say? I don't know. So how, no, no. So what I'm trying to get to is, like, so when you when you met off Tinder, yeah. right, how, like how long were you talking for before you met? Uh, maybe how long were we talking for that we met? Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe... Three or four days or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and what did you do for your first meetup? I think we had dinner together. Where did um, you go? We went to shout out to Logon Street <laughs> Tibbers Restaurant. Uh, it was a Lebanese restaurant. Mm-hmm. I, had, I, I remember I had the falafel. Um, it was a good dinner. It was a nice dinner. Yeah, that's very so. That's very ballsy to do Tinder date dinners. I don't do dinners on the first date. I refuse. Oh, I refuse like, because refuse. I'm like no, because. If you have dinner, like if you get there and from that first moment you don't like them, you're uh, stuck you're there. there. That's going to ruin your yes. meal. Like I'm always like, we'll just get a we'll just get a coffee. I don't actually drink coffee, but like I'm like, let's just get a coffee. And if the conversation's going well, then we'll get something to eat. Otherwise, like I'm done. Like I rocked up to a Tinder date once, and within five minutes, I was like, look, I'm just going to pay for our coffees. And did you need a lift to the station? Because this is not going to go anywhere. Shit, straight up. So imagine having like that, but being stuck at a dinner. So you got balls. Better than McDonald's. <laughs> better than McDonald's. Yeah. Um, is is that the tea that's better than McDonald's or is that the Ligon Street falafel that's better than McDonald's? Sorry, I'm just reacting to your um, one one person that's paying attention oh, to us yes, right now. Oh, yes, Jan. Yeah, he's there. Um, Twilight Zone, better than McDonald's. All right, Jan's in the building. So for those of you that don't know, Jan, I used to work with him and that's why, yeah, he's, uh, he's my number one fan, Jan. Mm-hmm. Jan Lazinski, shout out to Jan. Um. And what were we talking? We were talking about Tinder dates going wrong. Uh, well, we didn't say going wrong. We're just seeing what's going right. Let's be positive because right, right, they yeah, usually go wrong. 
Okay. So, all right. So that was my last. So now, now that I've told my last experience off Tinder, so now what was your, when did you hmm. have the last thing on Tinder? Last fling. Last year, I think. Last yeah, it would have been last year. Yeah. And it was, it was all right, but I'm probably too. You, okay. Oh, Rodrigo. U-A. <laughs> U-A. What does that mean? Is there a meaning um, Rodrigo's the, um, yeah, man, he, I used to work with him as well. So, uh, yeah, we've got the whole workforce on the <laughs> chat at the moment. So, And you worked with these people in IT? Yeah, I can't psychic. reveal. Yeah, we are, we're all psychic mm. at the moment. Yeah, good work. It's good to see people tuning in on a Wednesday night. <laughs> Having I a good know. time. Yeah, I know. Better than... Um, Looks like you're in dark rooms, serial killers, haha jokes. <laughs> Don't pretend you're joking. I could potentially still be killed. This guy is still a stranger to me. So <laughs> I don't know. Like literally today, what did I message you today? Because I was like, are we doing this like like remotely or like what are we doing? He's like, oh, no, face-to-face is better. And I was like, I have a can of mace in my bag <laughs> and I have I have a wicked right hook. So, but I'll be there. What time? <laughs> It's very um. Like I met him a week ago, so I'm just living life on the edge right now. So yeah, anyway, I reckon okay. it's good to live life on the edge. Like, what's the craziest thing you've ever done? Comedy. Comedy. You nuts? Like craziest thing? I've jumped off fucking rocks into an ocean. <laughs> Whatever. Like it doesn't matter what you do. Comedy is still the great. Okay, Bonnie and Clyde. Sorry, I'm just like, I've never done this live streaming thing. I watch people do it and I'm like, oh, they're responding. And I'm just like, I'm going to make the face that people do when they respond to something online. Bonnie and Clyde. Does that mean like we're us, like we're Bonnie and Clyde or? Yeah, I don't know. I think he's. It's not, but Bonnie and Clyde work together. I'm saying this guy could still potentially murder me. (laughs) This is not a Bonnie and Clyde moment. This is like Ted Bundy with his like beetle and I am just at a music festival thinking I'm safe. That's what's happening here. I... Comedy is the craziest thing I've done, I think. Comedy is the craziest thing. Yeah, because you don't know. It's unpredictable. You can never get excited about a gig. Yeah, I I agree with you, but um, I disagree with you as well. Um, Jumping out of a plane. You said you jumped out of a rock. Jumped (laughs) off a rock. Off a rock, yeah. How did you, where, where was that? What was the experience like? I've done it a few times, but the last place it was in like Hawaii. Oh, in Hawaii? Yeah, it was like off this like cliff top into the ocean. It was an amazing experience, but that adrenaline lasted like, you know, a couple minutes. Yeah. But like and with comedy, you, you do it like every, you know, every night. Like you, f- you feel like a rush. Yeah. Even if it's going bad. Yeah, I jumped on that, Um, what's it called? Dirty Secrets. I jumped mm-hmm. on, on that place and... I I told a few jokes and yeah I got I just got to laugh. There was two people there and like one of them laughed and even though it was just one person, you still have that rush of energy and you still then then I started to get overconfident and then I'm like oh yeah this is easy this shit because you like make one person laugh and then maybe you go to the next set and then nobody laughs. Mm-hmm. So then it's like okay that maybe that was lucky. Yeah, so, you get well because that's a thing and that's what's hard. It's like when you get cocky, you get humbled real quick. Yeah. Real quick. Like yeah. it doesn't matter if that one person giggled or chuckled, yeah. you know. And that, that audience could potentially turn on you at any moment. You can say one wrong thing or they don't like the look of your face or whatever it is, you know. Or someone in the audience could say something and then you'll fire back and then suddenly you're the bad guy. Yeah. You know, it's it's always, it's I don't know, it's a very, very interesting. It, it plays with your psyche. Do really you have hard. any tactics that you use with the audience? Like do you try and... Be friends with them or I think you, you mentioned before how you put people in their spot. You like to put people in their spot. Mm. 
Only if they're playing if up. Sorry? Only if they're acting up or heckling or something. Do you th- can you sense when there's like a, a female, more female-based audience or more male-based audience? Do you know? Well, I wouldn't call it sensing. I mean, I can see that. You can see that. So. <laughs> I don't know because. Um, but sometimes you don't, these days you don't know. They might identify as something else. So you've got to be yeah, careful. Like I wouldn't be like, yeah, oh, right. hi, ladies, because they might not identify as a, as a female. That's and right. then you don't want to be like yeah. offensive. But at the same time, I mean, you'd hope that you can be forgiven for being offensive, right? If someone if you, someone looks like a female, like you would. But you've got to be careful because it keeps happening. They're like, oh. I do, yeah. But um, I just, yeah, I mean, you, I don't know. You just, you can see them, right? So I don't need to sense much. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Not fair enough. Yeah, not that's that it would make point. a difference. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. What do yeah. you think about walking off the stage? Because I've seen a few comics, like, they'll kind of get off the stage and, I don't know, do something and then come back on or... Um, what do you mean? What do you mean? They walk off in the middle of their set and come yeah. back? Yeah. When have you seen that? What happened? Why so, did they do that? Um, uh, last week at the Cellars, this dude, bald, bald guy, I can't remember his name, and uh, he just walked off the stage and then he, he, he did a U-turn and he came back and he came back on stage. So Was he he was doing material before he got He was he doing material, off? yeah. And why did he, well, he just decided to walk off and well, come back? Well, I don't know. He was kind of like a bit cheeky or something. Like, I don't know. He was kind of. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's part of his act or something. Uh, and then he pulled his camera out and he's like filming the whole audience as well. <laughs> I'm so, so curious as to who this was. I can't remember his name. Um, okay. Uh, sorry, I can't remember his name. Um, Is that I've the a magician. I've seen a magician uh, before. I think, uh, yeah, I feel bad. I can't remember anyone's name. Um, yeah, I saw a magician. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you seen the magician? I don't know. I don't know who that he's is. He's got rings. So okay. you throw the rings and he kind of like um, brings it together. Like magic. This was yeah. at the St Kilda Cellars? Yeah. So they have magicians on now. They so it's not, a, it's not a comedy act. Well, I it's don't know what it is. Just it's a guy cool. with rings. Just a guy with rings. Mm. Um, Where's my guy with a ring? <laughs> What's happening? Tell me my future. But, okay, he's on the eagle. He's on the eagle. He's coming, he's coming down. The eagle from, and the from, Indian from, chief? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm. So wait, you've only seen one person walk off. Yes. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> there's not it's not it's not common enough like to have a discussion about like I don't know what that would have been about, right? It's probably tripping on mushrooms or something. I don't know. So uh, let me ask you like why did you? How long have you wanted to start comedy and why did you? Like I'm hosting this now. So yeah, you host it. It's, <laughs> when uh, you it's, it's the Mimi show, man. When did when Christian did you <laughs> when did you decide you wanted to do comedy? Uh, I did it with my dad. I did a comedy course. Shout out to Robert Chicken. Did a comedy course with those guys and. Yep, did it with my dad, mm-hmm. and and yeah, that's it. That's kind of I don't know. I, I always want to be like Joe Rogan, you know. He's, he's my he's my he's my idol. You know? <laughs> Jamie, Jamie, pull up, the Jamie. Clip, pull up the clip of pull up the, the clip of Christian at um, School of Hard Knock Knocks for a second. I want to see how well he did. All right, Wait, Jamie, now pull up, pull up, pull up the one at Dirty Secrets, and let's see how bad that one went. Let's compare the two of them together. Actually, no, we got we got um. Actually, I got your Instagram up. I was I was having a look. I was having a stalk at your Instagram. Oh, Maybe we can um, we can go through your Instagram. I, I reckon this is a cool picture. That's a really that's a good picture. That's actually the picture of that's the thumbnail of um of our episode together. Oh, is so, it? Yeah. Oh, so I reckon that's a good picture. 
Oh, that's God. a cool green neon. Um, that's a great room. Shout out to to Dan Rosario's room, Duck Fat, um, at one six one in Paran. It's that was a sick room. That's one of the best gigs I've ever done. Which, which one is it? It's called Duck Fat Comedy. Duck Fat Incredible. Comedy. Shout out to Duck Fat Comedy. Mm, really, um, really good gig. All right, maybe can I bring that there? I was going to show you. Do you practice your jokes prior to going on stage, or does it go naturally? combination of the both i have stuff ready to go but sometimes i can muck around with the audience a little bit if there isn't enough people or if i just it depends what goes through my head on the night in answer to that <clears throat> thank you Jan, for the for the jokes um we are really loving it thank you. um that wasn't a joke Jan. i know that you asked a question that's okay christian's had a long day <laughs> yes um Mm. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, so Jamie doesn't need to pull up anything. Jamie doesn't then. need to pull up anything at the moment. Um, mm. So how's your dad going with comedy then? Yeah, pretty good. Is he he's, performing? Is he doing gigs? No, he's only done one gig. He did a sales pitch this morning, and yeah, um, a, sa- a sales pitch. Yeah. Well, he's he's in this business community, and he goes, and they they all have like their own pitches, like five or ten minute pitches. Mm-hmm. So he did his five minute pitch today. So. Yeah, everybody. Um, for those listening, I had Derek Stewart. I'm just going to do a shout out. Uh, my my last episode, he's from B and I Business Group. So, shout out to Derek Stewart. You are a legend. Uh, Thanks, yeah, Derek Stewart. <laughs> Thank you for. He's setting yeah. the business world on fire, <laughs> and uh, yeah. So, back to back to the discussion. Uh, mm-hmm. We were talking about we were, what my dad. We were talking about my dad and a sales pitch. Sales community. pitch. That's all right. And, yeah, my mum was going to come down on that night, but she had some fridge magnets to clean, so she didn't um, She didn't come down. So, yeah, but um, she's a great... Was that a joke? Or? That was a joke, yeah. Oh, the laughter, quick. <laughs> oh, yeah, the laughter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, that, was a, that was a canned joke there. Um, and, yeah, that's, um, that's it in a, in a nutshell, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I haven't got the answer yet. What made you want to do comedy? <laughs> Other than Joe it's, Rogan's it's just, podcast, you know, it's good. It, all, right, all right, the honest answer, to be honest, it's yeah, you know, yeah. You want to make people laugh. You want to entertain people. You want to. I want to entertain people. Mm-hmm. That's um, yeah. That that's actually what it is. Yeah, I want to entertain people. Yeah, like you like making people laugh. Make people uh, just entertain in general. So even if it's not laugh, maybe I can do some beatbox or maybe um, try some rapping. Um, and, do you do both of those things um, already? So. I'm playing tennis with Dennis the Menace. Give it a back now before I give you a taste of the devil's lettuce. So just kind of mucking around and and yeah, no, it's pretty it's pretty it's He's pretty, really good. It's pretty it's pretty um it's no, but just do you actually do you do you rap? Like do you Um I brought sand to my beach because my beach is better. I'm gonna keep the beach cause that beach whatever. Um You don't rap. No, I don't I don't rap. I just kind of sing songs in the radio. And but I try and beatbox at the same time. Yeah, so that's that was I'm, good. That yeah, was that uh, was good. Okay, finally we so, got. So you beatbox. I got I got the perfect sound effect for that. Uh, so it's like, uh, oh, <laughs> or, or if it's, but I mean, <laughs> yes. So I don't know. That's what that's what I'm saying. Like I want to um, entertain, and you know, like people say, oh, you just have to go up there, tell joke, 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 but. Yeah, I want to entertain and 
bring a new flavour to it. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. so when's your next gig? When's my next gig? Uh, this Sunday. Where 4 is p.m. It? Dirty Dirty Lies. Oh, um, uh, Dirty Secrets. Dirty Secrets. I always get it mixed up. <laughs> dirty. D- yeah, Dirty Lies. Um, <laughs> yep. Dirty. Yeah. Mm. Like once you keep going to these places, you got to remember so much shit. Like the name of this person, the name of the, like it just. It gets crazy. Well, um, it's good that you got on last time you just rocked up because you weren't booked, obviously. You just rocked up and you were able to get on, yeah, right? Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Mm. Dirty Secrets is a really good play. Like, big shout out to Dirty Secrets. I love Dirty Secrets. Like, you, because you, you don't know if you're going to get an audience or not. And when you don't have much, like, that's your time to really put yourself to the test. Yeah. You know, so, because if it's all comics, they've all seen your stuff. Yeah. You know, and it's really it can be it can be difficult, but dirty is just a great place to muck around and workshop stuff. And how do you how do you write jokes? Like do you do you like write things or I don't write. I don't I I've tried so many times. No. Like so and I listen to like all these greats like being like Jerry Seinfeld and he's just like he's like, Oh, I, he's always like writing and he does like a new hour every year. Like I could never I can't write. I'll think of it and then I'll just I'll write down like a dot point and be like, I'll try this. Because I can't, I can't get it out the way that I want to until I get up there and say it. Because I don't know how it's going to go. Even if mm. I wrote it down, it's going to come out different when there's people there. Mm. Yeah. And I don't like the part that I think they might laugh at. They end up laughing at something else, and then, you know. So you're more on the fly, would you say? Like you. Yeah, I mean, I'm prepared with the with the material I'm going to do, but I if it's if it's a new bit, I wouldn't. I can't sit down and write. Like I've tried so many times, yeah. and it's it's rubbish. Everything I write is rubbish, so it has yeah. to just Fair enough. yeah come out. Yeah. yeah. So what did no. you think of the course that you did? Yeah, I think it was good. Yeah. Um, it was like they kind of throw you in the deep end straight away, and yeah, you learn all the joke structure and all that sort of stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's good. Um. The last, so we did, so the so the fifth night is we jump on stage. Yeah. And, yeah, that's when, yeah, you test yourself. But I remember the first time I jumped on stage, I forgot my words. And I was just, like, up there and I said, I forgot what I have to say. And then I just walked off. So mm-hmm. I think you have to be so calm. You have to be so chill up there that, yeah, the like you 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 don't feel that uh, anxiousness. You're just so mm. calm. Does yeah. That, does it, do you have you ever been in that state, like like a flow state? Um, I think the nerves are good. I'd be worried if I wasn't nervous. Like that would that would probably bother me if I wasn't because I need that a little bit of anxiety. You know, to kind of keep mm. you, yeah. you need to have that anxiety. Like that has to be there. Yeah. Um, so. Mm. I haven't really got – I've never been like, oh, I'm frozen on stage or anything like that. But there have been times when if a gig's going really bad, you do, you forget, and yeah. you, you get all jumbled and stuff. But everyone's different. Everyone's different. You do have to have a sense of calmness about it, but you do want to have like a little bit of nerves or anxiety before you get on. It would it would, it would would really worry me if I didn't. If you didn't, yeah. Yeah. You'd be why? burnt out. Why, why, why did, if you didn't have any nerves, why? Because it means I didn't care enough. didn't care enough. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like part of me doesn't care in in the sense of like I don't care if this goes too badly, but I have a um sense of responsibility, I guess, to deliver to an audience that's wanting something funny, provided they're an audience that wants that. Cuz you, you can turn up to gigs where people are just eating, they don't know that there's a show going on and you're just like why am I here? 
And those ones are awkward. You're talking to the back of someone's head while they're having a palmer with their mate and they're like, bitch, shut up, I'm trying to eat. And I'm like, well, I have a microphone. So, <laughs> like, you know, it's weird. Like, you can you can do gigs like that yeah, and it's very vibes. daunting. You'll have them one day, son. Don't yeah, worry. Yeah, <laughs> you'll shit. get there. <laughs> if you stick with comedy and you keep doing it, you'll have one of them. What's the furthest gig you've ever driven out to? Driven? Or, I don't know, yeah, the furthest distance that you had to. I did one in Hawaii. <laughs> that was, you did one in Hawaii? Yeah, that was fun. I, I did that. Um not because they had heard about me or anything. They weren't like, oh, man, bring her down. <laughs> it wasn't anything like that. It was uh, another comic, Matt O'Neill. He had been to Hawaii and he'd teed up these gigs. And then when he came back, I was like, how would you get these gigs? Because I'm about to go to Hawaii. So he linked me with the guy who ran it. Oh, okay. And then that guy booked me. And cool. it went well. It was good. It wasn't as awful as what I thought it would be because I was freaking out because I'm like, I need to change my whole set to fit like American metrics and stuff. You know, like I had to drop all of my local humor. I had to do all of that. Yeah, that's a massive thing, isn't but it? Yeah. That was probably the furthest one because it's overseas. Otherwise, Darwin, Alice Springs, country towns. What's they, that like, country towns? They scare the shit out of me. <laughs> Why? Because sometimes they're racist. Oh, so really? they're not going to be very welcoming. Like I clearly shit. don't look white. See, I'm lucky because, yeah, I look like my dad's Australian, my mom's Italian, so I kind of have a blend. Like I probably look, I can fit into more Aussie or maybe more Italian. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. So. You could fit that. Yeah. I could fit that. Yeah. So for me, maybe I'm just putting it out there that, yeah, I, I, I kind of, but it's kind of weird. You shouldn't judge pe- a person based on their, um, such a primitive thing to do, like judge people based on their appearance. Like, you know, you kind of, for me, I, I think it's, you should, should judge people based on their energy, based on, you know, if they respect you, you respect them back. Just simple things. Most people would do that. Yeah, most people. But racism is rampant. Yeah. So it still happens. But if, like, the country gigs are so much fun and, like, if they, like, cause, you know, it's like they're, they're such lovely people, mm. you know, when it when it's going well. <laughs> ah. When it's going well. When but it's going well. It can go bad. It can go bad. And that's do okay. Yeah, I did Bendigo once. Yeah, and then um, I was on. I was on with like four other comics, males, white males, and they were all doing fine. And then I got up and I opened my set with um, I, I'm Middle Eastern, and these five like, I don't know, <clears throat> just five men at the back of the room. Like one of them just like slammed his hand down on the table, and he's like, "Oh fuck this!" And then he walked out, and then the really? rest of them walked out with him. Yeah. So they were like a bunch of like Pauline Hanson supporters and shit, and I was like, yeah. shit, I didn't build the mosque, okay, like calm down. <laughs> like, it wasn't me. Yeah. Actually, it's funny you mentioned that because uh, I my, my recent job, it's working for um, Aboriginals and Torres Strait Islanders and it was interesting coming into this company because I didn't know, I, I, knew, I knew a little bit about, you know, what the white man did to Aboriginals, but... Being in this company, they taught, they teach you a lot, and they and they show you all the massacres that occurred. And I'm like, shit, this is, it was pretty, it's pretty full on the the history, um, you know, Aboriginal culture. It's it's, yeah. Uh, shout out to I don't want to I don't want to say the wrong word because I know you have to you have to acknowledge them in in the right way, but uh, let's not go down that that pathway. I or, think that the whole history of of Aboriginal Australians has to be. Um, 
it should be it should be taught and there should be way more awareness about it because people don't know how how yeah. severe it was like you you just said you just you know i didn't know anything about it you know in. and we're like we're here on this land and like, we acknowledge this land every day do you know what mm. i mean and it's like that that those stories need to be known like that information yeah. needs to be out because it was incredibly intense and like obviously like the 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 ramifications of all of it is still being felt today like it's not over you know what I mean? It's domino effect. It's a very yeah. dark way to go down. But I will. What's that question? Is it ideal to have a drink or two before getting up on stage, or just have a coffee tea? I personally don't drink at all before a gig. This is actually tea and gin. So that's the new combination. That's the new <laughs> Christian body special. Mine is not. Mine's just an English breakfast. But English I, breakfast. I will not. Um, before I gig, I'll, I don't. I won't even sip it. There's no way I don't come close to it. No drinks. No smoking weed, no doing anything. I, will, I, I get up completely sober because I need to be in control on stage. But other people, like, you know, they have a beer or two. They can relax before they get on. They drink a beer on stage. I don't, personally. Uh, all the times I've been on, I've been a little bit drunk and high. All the times I've been on. So, that, I don't know, maybe it's uh, screwing up with my set. But I feel like I'm in a better mindset when I'm, when I'm high. I don't know. Um, well, you just started. You should try both. And see what works yeah, better for you. Yeah, the first time I performed, I was sober. Well, I had one drink. And then the second time, I probably had a few joints and then a drink it was as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Mm. Look, it's probably good to try sober for sure. Yeah, yeah Whatever works for you. I, I don't, but I, I just can't do it. I wouldn't touch it. I don't, I don't really drink anyway. But if I was like, oh, I wouldn't mind having a beer, I wouldn't do it until I got off. Yeah, fair enough. So, but yeah. Interesting stuff. All right, mm-hmm. and okay. So you said you're Middle Eastern. So which which part of the Middle East? I'm Syrian. Syrian. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know anything about. Syria, and I'm just so. like watching you. I'm like, what's next now? Yeah, what are you gonna say? Next? That's it. That's it. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm an immigrant. We came here when I was little. I'm Australian, basically. Yeah. Yeah. But kind of back to the that race. We'll kind of just jump into the dark area a little bit more. You know, back to that racist quote. It's like, oh. That guy how he slammed his his hand down. Mm-hmm. Um, at one stage, he his 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 parents would have been immigrants, so it's a little bit ironic that he's kind of getting angry when, like, we're all in basically immigrants, mm-hmm. you know, like. So there's really no argument for racism. It's just, and maybe it's ego. I don't know. Maybe it's um. It's going to exist everywhere. It's going because it's it's ignorance, like in its almost purest form. Yeah, you know. So no one's going to be like, oh well, convicts and immigrants. They're going to be like, white people are on this land or whatever. You know, there's no there's no point reasoning. If that's the way they are, that's the way they are. So all you can do is be like, all right, moving along. Like I didn't I didn't address it. I didn't bother going through it. I'm like, what am I going to do? Like lecture everyone in Bendigo on the fact that I'm not I'm not going to blow up your town. Like (laughs) I'm here to make you laugh. You know. So. But you know it, it, it exists. It just is what it is. Like you can't you can't really do much about can't it. Really do much. No. So. But yeah. Yeah. No worries. Well, um, we're hitting up to the forty-eight minute mark. Mm. Do you think we've said it? We, we've said everything that we wanted to say. Are you tonight? missing anything? Do Am you I feel missing like anything? You? Um, I tried to help out. When I don't know why Domino's is going through my head. I think because you mentioned Domino's before. Like it's in the pizza. Yeah, no, it's in the um. Thing, when I said domino effect, domino did I, effect. Did I say yeah, domino, domino effect? effect. Oh, yeah. okay. I don't know why that's coming up in my head. But, um. 
<laughs> it's it's funny to like watch someone um, interact when like they're baked, but you're not. Like, because I'm like, I know what's happening in his head. You know, like things aren't connecting. Like, <laughs> he's, he's jumping from a topic to the next. Like, I, I'm trying to ground you. Do you know? Yeah, I, I, I I'm lucky you did ground me, and uh, tonight, and um, yeah, it's been a grounding experience. But hmm. um, do you back to the psychic topic because that's an interesting topic. That's a, that's an interesting area. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What's uh? Do you believe? You said you believed in psychics. I said I don't know. I haven't oh, seen one, but I ha- yeah. I've got friends that have seen them and that have benefited and said that they were able to read. Okay. Stuff. And mm. what about the con artist? Because there's a lot of okay. What about the spiritual? Got people on Facebook that kind of say, you know, you've got to drink green juice, you know, twenty days a week, and and only eat a piece of lettuce or something. Are they spiritual people? Is that what? Not yeah, sort of thing. That sounds to me like just someone who's trying to lose weight. <laughs> what do you? Um, no, you know those people that kind of preach and and and, and all that sort Why of. Why you calling them spiritual though? Just because oh, I don't know because what, like what oh I'm going to have hummus group? with carrot sticks and suddenly I'm a guru for like the you know what? <laughs> they're not spiritual. They're just what are they? Gurus in they're what? Just they're just they sound like just vegans or. Vegans, yeah. Shout out to all the vegans. <laughs> oh yeah, are I'm, you I'm vegan or are you carnivore? I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm nothing. <laughs> I just eat everything. Clearly, <laughs> like I don't know how much my chin's showing, like over COVID. Like this has just sort of come out. Um, but I eat everything. So no, What's but your I, food? don't ask me that. I I will eat everything. Trust me. Like whatever I feel like, I'm going to eat it. But I've been doing really well, so I'm down six kilos from my lockdown weight, so it's really, really good. Um, yeah. yeah, shout out to all the spiritual people that are like, just have a piece of lettuce a day and gack a green juice or something. Um, but no, it's, yeah, what are my thoughts on them? They can do whatever they want, but I'm not going to follow that. I'm not going to eat some lettuce during the day. Like, I'm going to eat real food, proper food, something sure. filling. I don't want to feel hungry. For sure. Because then I just get angry. Would you ever consider fasting, intermittent fasting? Yeah, I've I know done Middle it. Eastern, um, don't they fast for Ramadan? Ramadan? I'm Christian, so okay. I don't do it. But okay. I fast for Lent, but it's not like fasting. Like we, I, I do vegan for like two months leading up to Easter, yeah. which is just another boring topic to get into. There's a thing you two should do a gig together on stage. I will do a gig. <laughs> I will do a gig with Christian when <laughs> when I see him perform and see if he actually does well. Um. Shout out to Jan. You're a legend, man. Mm. Um, all right. Well, I'm kind of running out of material to say. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Um, it's been a pleasure having you on the show, Mimi. And Thank you for having me. How can people reach out to you? How can people, if they want to get in touch with you, subscribe to you? Oh, just my, my Instagram. I think I haven't really uploaded clips of myself, but there's a couple on my Instagram um, that I've started putting up lately. So... That's Mimi Shams at Instagram. There you go, guys. Yeah. All right. I'm just going to play a little bit of a song here. Um, do, you, do you reckon you can rap? Can you rap? <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely can we, can, not. Can we do a final rap just to kind of wrap up the show? I don't know. Um, Here's Christian, everybody. It's It's been a pleasure. That's it? <laughs> That's your rap? It's been rap. a pleasure. I'm trying to find my treasure. Nah, this is this is gonna end up He's very so terrible. Good. This He's, is gonna sound terrible. This All is right, the guys. next Eminem guys. <laughs> Hilltop Hoods in Brunswick East. This guy is an incredible rapper. Follow him on Instagram. 
for all his newest raps and rhymes and the sound clan engineer <laughs> but um no nah, thank you guys thank you once again peace and love thank you